Welcome to the Online for Authors podcast. This is Jennifer Palmer, the founder of Online for Authors. Oh my goodness, I can hardly wait to tell you. There's a big announcement. This is so exciting. Can't wait to share it with you. Today, Terry M. Brown, who has been guest hosting for us, joins us for our big announcement. Wow. How are you doing? I am doing great. I am just so excited for this. I can't believe we're actually here. Cause... I know. I know. Isn't it great? <laughs> like I was, I've been waving and waving and waving. <laughs> I'm just trying to go back and find out when we first connected. Because oh, I believe... man, it's been a while. I know. Do you remember how that all went down? I mean, I think that I had heard of online for authors somewhere other than Podmatch. Because I wasn't on Podmatch yet. No, well, and, I introduced you to Podmatch. Right. And so yeah. I I reached out to you along yeah. with a lot of other podcasters and just pretty much said, hey, I've got this book and I really, really am, you know, wanting to be a guest. And you recommended that I go and get on Podmatch. And then it just kind of went from there. So I think that I found you just doing a general search of, you know, what are some podcasts that deal with authors and their books and yours came up and I just reached out like on totally cold. So here I found it. The Instagram message. Here it is. Okay. March 3rd, 2022. So now I want you to recognize that this is like five weeks after my book came out. And I realized at this point that, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be marketing. Right. Okay. And this probably isn't even... Maybe the original message, there could have been another one, but this is what I found. So okay. I'm a debut author with an extremely timely historical fiction set in Ukraine covering 1973 to 2016. My hope is that by reading Sunflowers Beneath the Snow, readers will gain empathy and compassion toward Ukraine and Ukrainian people. Okay, so on my website, there's a web form. Okay. And you use the web form uh, to sign up, but you wanted to reach out here in case it got lost in the shuffle. Three days later, I'm back to you going, here's the email address. Are you on Podmatch? Right. And there it is. Yeah. So what I was doing was I was looking for other books that were historical fiction and where were they showing up and someone who knows who on one of the many books that I looked up must have been on online for authors because it popped up in there. And I said, okay, well that's one. And that's, <laughs> I find it absolutely crazy how we came together because, yeah. you know, when I take a look at things, March of 2000, March, a year ago. Okay. So this is about a year and a half, year and a half ago. ago. Right. There, there, it was a whole different world. Yes. <laughs> for me. And I'm sure it was for you so, too. So my first book came out yeah. and you and I contacted one another. And since yeah. then, An Enemy Like Me came out. That was in January this year. Right. And I have Daughters of Green Mountain Gap, which is coming out in January. So that's my third book. Today, I got my EPUB version of the book, which means that I've got it uploaded now to BookFunnel as of like a half an hour ago. And now I can start reaching out to people ahead of time and say, hey, here I am. You know, you want to read this book and, and start reviewing it. And I'm doing all of that beforehand. Whereas when you and I connected, I had done nothing 
when sunflowers beneath the snow came out, it came out and I didn't know I was supposed to do anything at all. And yeah. now, I mean, I have a whole, I have people, I have people. The promote before you publish thing was not on your radar. Wow. I didn't even, I didn't even know it was a thing. I, I, I thought I was a writer and I thought writers wrote and that's what I did. And I didn't have, I had someone ask me the other day, like, you know, who was your mentor? And I realized I didn't have one. I kind of came at writing in a very different manner because I had been in this horrible emotionally abusive relationship for many years. And when I got out of it and started writing, I mostly wrote for me because I was never going to let anyone see it. And then when I finally got the guts to let someone see it, I just kind of like dove in head first. I don't think that I had a mentor because I didn't trust people. Like there was no way I was going to let someone read my stuff. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, I'm going to be an author. And I dove in, but I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. And so I kind of did everything. I was like trying to play catch up from the moment my book came out. It was just like, oh my gosh, I'm behind. I'm behind. I'm behind. (laughs) Do you still feel that way that you're behind? No, I don't feel like I'm behind. I still feel like there's a lot more to learn and there's still things to do but you know I now have a list I have a list over here to my right of all these little things that I need to get done now that I have my EPUB file you know I need to do this and I need to do this and I need to get this and it it feels a little overwhelming but not really when I then remember I have three months yeah some of these things don't have to be first like now that I've got the list down I need to go back through and say okay this is a first thing. And this is the first thing. This can happen next week. It's not a first, you know, that kind of thing. So but number one, when you have your EPUB, it's number one on your list is send it to Jen. Send it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because you want to read it and I'm going to get it to you. So right. And yeah. so the advanced readers, all of your advanced readers, yes. all of your, you know, people who have been there through your first book and right. your second book and have interviewed you, all the pod, the podcast tour is now, if, if it's not already kind of in motion. So I have a few people already on, on it because they yeah. contacted me and said, hey, look, I know your third book's coming out and I want to be on the, the tour yeah. and so I said okay and we've set up a date and then I said and I'll get you the book as soon as I can but now yeah. that the book is actually I've got the EPUB file you know the next thing on my list is to write the, the letter that I'm going to write so that I can get it out to all the people who have done my my tour in the past yeah. and say hey do you want to be part of the third one and then go from there so are you updating your media kit and oh like, yeah just release I have it I have a new media kit already produced although there's not a lot on it yet because it's you know just getting started but it's already there I already have a link to it um, yeah. I've already updated my my website is updated um, it's not completely because you can't pre-order the book yet because that will be, ha- no, that should happen like any moment because they just got the EPUB to me. So now yeah. they're doing all of their uploading. And so I'm hoping within the next week, it will be on pre-order. And then I can upload, I can, you know, um, update my website so that it shows that it's a pre-order. And then I can go ahead now and add pre-order to my website, which I couldn't do because I didn't have an EPUB, you know, all the things that you couldn't do. 
but I yeah. do have it all up and it's like coming soon and it's the main page now and all of the and, things. So and that is a little bit different from indie publishing. Like when you do self publishing versus being with a publisher. Right. Because um, I know that right now I have an indie author who is still just writing and getting the cover design done. And we have it on pre-order. We've right. had it on pre-order since she had the name, the title. Right. Uh, and then, right. so all I'm waiting for now is her to get me. <laughs> uh, actually, it comes in PDF form. And then mm -hmm. what happens is I have to change it to all the other formatting and get right. her formatting uh, for all the other platforms. But then we upload it everywhere. Yeah. Like, so, so, so that's what's happening right now is it's being uploaded so that it can go to pre-order. Um, cause I want it to come out in January. I don't have the bandwidth right now to try to like shove a book out before Christmas. No, so I, I, I could have pushed with atmosphere and I could have had it done a, probably six weeks earlier than now. I just, I don't have, I, I can't, there's, there's too much going on in my personal life for me to be trying to do that over Christmas. And instead of making it a miserable for me launch, I'm yeah. going to make it a very pleasant for me launch. And yeah. And we're doing it in January, and that um, I intend for my launch tour to be happening in January and February. And so every day during January and February, I plan to have something popping up on the internet, whether it's a, a interview with me or a podcast or a book review or something new will pop up on the internet. So, so I love this. I, I remember when I was helping with fundraising events and helping promote other authors with their launches and they'll say, you know, we need four to six weeks before the event to plan your <laughs> visibility strategy so that you can <laughs> launch, you know, and have as much exposure as possible. But right. it's like, okay, well, no, the event's next week. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't help you. It's, like, it's too late. It's too late. And yeah, and that's the thing I didn't realize, you know, when sunflowers came out, I just didn't know that with uh, an enemy like me, I did a whole lot better. And yeah. now with daughters of green mountain gap, it's interesting to me with an enemy with sunflowers beneath the snow, I felt like I was groveling with people, please, please, please read my book, please let me let me be on your show, please let me let me with an enemy like me, it was more like, hey, you did it for sunflowers, would you be willing? And now with Daughters of Green Mountain Gap, I have people contacting me and saying, hey, I've done the last two. Can I do this third one with you, too? And it's like, yeah, this is going yeah. so much easier. <laughs> you'd have to clone Terry for all the exposure you could have now, because not only are you set up with a network where a podcast tour is just easy and you don't have to go and reach out for people to interview right. you because you have a network of podcasters. You've already built your top 10 podcasters that you want to exactly. be on your show. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, that, and you're doing so much more now with and all kinds of content. And it's fun. And I'm having yeah. such a good time doing it. And so, yeah, it's it generally most of the time. I'm having a ball. Sometimes I feel like I'm pulling all my hair out at the same time, but most of the time I'm having a great time. So any great masterpiece has that love hate. Oh yeah. Relationship. yeah. You yeah. know, there are, there are times, there are times where it feels like I'm too busy. What am yeah. I trying to do? I can't do all of this at once. This is crazy. And then you kind of get through that, that little ripple 
And it's like, okay, this is, this is, I can do all of this. I can do all of this until that next ripple comes through and you think, going to do but <laughs> feels like a wave yeah i think, I think <laughs> i'm drowning <laughs> yeah drowning. oh my gosh but it's it's like i said it's a lot of fun i've um, been asking this question a lot lately as you know there's a lot going on with jen and there's some transition happening and one of the questions i've been asking that has kind of helped me be at ease with the whole process because right, right. I, have, I have a whole I have a little bit of grief around the <laughs> around the changes that are happening so the question is what makes me feel at peace right you to answer this question oh what man so there's lots of things like if I need to do something to feel at peace I go walk on the beach yeah that's the thing that that if I am out of control if my emotions are everywhere if my thoughts are like you know like ping pong going on in my head walking yeah. on the beach takes care of that I walk and I usually start out walking way too fast and my thoughts are just just going and by the time I get back I notice I'm walking more along with the pace of the waves and my breathing is more along with the pace of the waves and my mind has just kind of <sighs> settled and I I start to be able to like make plans and think about things and put things into little boxes where they belong and put them away and and find their little homes and so I would say that does it um another thing that brings me a lot of peace is just family and friends the ability yeah. to get together with people that I know and love that know and love me that know and love me regardless of what else is going on in my life that even if things just feel topsy-turvy, you know, I know I can pick up the phone and talk to my little granddaughter, Emma, or my grandson, Robert, who are four and five years old, and they love me just because I'm me. They don't need anything from me other than I'm Gigi. And, you know, and it's just, yeah, so that always brings me peace. So that's another thing. Well, I'm at peace knowing that I get to let go of something that I created and that it is going to be in better hands than I could have ever possibly imagined. And that is the online for authors podcast because Terry, you're going to take on the online for authors podcast. I am so excited about that. When you originally asked me, I said to you, oh, I would love to, but I can't. I just can't. Yeah. I don't have enough time. You know, I'm, I'm launching my third book. My husband is ill. I have so many things going on in my life. I can't. Except <laughs> that I want to. Yeah. But yeah. I can't. Yeah. But I want and to, but I can't, but I want to. <laughs> so then I said to you, okay, so show me kind of like, let's look at the back end. I want to know like the kind of time you're putting in, the kind of money you're putting in. I just kind of need to know like, what am I diving into? Right. But I'm not going to do it. I'm just curious. <laughs> and so and, we did guest hosting. Yeah. And so right? I was doing some guest hosting for you and I love it. I loved that part of it, but I also knew that I was getting like the easy part. You know, yeah. you were finding the people 
and you were bringing me a list and saying, of these, who would you like to interview? And, and it was like, oh, this one. And then you were setting up the dates and you were doing all of the back end stuff. And then I got to, to read the book and chat with the author. And then you would go and do all of it. And I thought, this is perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> this is what happens when you have a podcast production company behind yes, you. Yes. And, and, yeah. and, and, then, and then my podcast production company said, so by the way, I'm not going to do the production part anymore. Did you want mm. the, did you want it? And it was like, oh, oh. So the answer is yes and no and yes and no and yes and no. And I really fought hard with whether or not I was going to do this. And then I heard from one of our podcast guests who said something so wonderful to me that I had no choice, but to, I, I, I knew right then. In fact, I went to my husband and I said, so I've made my decision. I'm going to go ahead and, and take online for authors. So yeah. And the angel sang down on had <laughs> two little spots in her back where it felt like she had little wings and how are we going to do this so that's 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 our exciting news is that uh, yeah we're going to do this you're just, I don't have to just shut her down you're going to take it on and we're going to transition however we transition and I think it's just absolutely amazing Yes, I've been talking to a few people. I've been looking at the pod match and I've talked with a few yeah. people from there. I actually was just sitting here before we got on. I have eight people lined up. Nice. <laughs> okay, so you know what that means, right? That means that I'm crazy. That, well, Other than that. <laughs> so there is this uh, in the beginning of podcasting for a lot of new podcast hosts. They say line up a series of guests first mm -hmm. and plan to have one a week for at least seven or eight weeks and then have them in production right and roll them out and right. then that way you're almost always two months ahead of the next release and right. in hindsight I, I i could have done that i didn't do it that way but I, I had had a bunch of um, interviews already recorded. And when I actually took them and put them on a podcast, uh, I just uploaded like the bulk of them mm -hmm. where I could have dribbled them out right. for a year. And then I would have been, oh, great. Your podcast will release on such and such a date. No, I didn't do it that way. So I was always behind the eight ball in my production. Yeah. Always feeling like I was racing the clock to get the next one out. And then oftentimes what would happen is my technology, which you know how much, and another one of my things about um, what makes me feel at peace is time away from the computer. Well, I did not have any. <laughs> right, right. Because, and, and then, and then your technology didn't always work. There would be times where I would contact you and you would be like, I've been trying to download this for, you know, wherever, or, you know, I thought I had it all together and now it disappeared and I don't know where it went or and some things that happen. Words going out in me. Yeah. <laughs> this is so exciting. So there, there's a, a big strategy that can be employed 
when you have a series of podcasts waiting to roll up. Yes, exactly. And a, lot of, a lot of those strategies are not even being used right now for the online for authors platform, which actually makes it even more exciting because then I just get to pass them on to you. <laughs> and then you can utilize the strategies. Right, that, right. I was actually looking through too to see if I could find the actual testimonial you sent me from that guest because I know you sent it to me and I think it would be wonderful to share that because the words there. It was the one from Max though that really yeah. that really touched me, right? Hey, I yeah. found that. Did you want me to okay. read that? Yeah, yeah, let's read that. Okay, so I have to use my glasses because, you know. Yeah. All right, it says, just listen to the Online for Authors podcast you were kind enough to host. You are wonderful, kind, generous, insightful, empathetic, and wise. You made me sound rational and even sometimes engaging. I've done nearly 30 podcasts and interviews. This one made me cry and smile and think the most. Thank you for not just making me shine, but for making my parents' souls to remember and even honor. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like I can hardly read it without getting all, I got all of the, the things going on. <laughs> and so this was Max Friedman. He wrote the book, uh, Painful Joy. It yeah. is a Holocaust family memoir. His parents were both Holocaust survivors. They both were in Bergen-Belsen. They did not know one another then. They both lost family. His father had a, a wife and two children that were killed. And his mother had a husband who was killed. They met after they survived these horrible conditions and had two children. Max was one of them. And Max tells this story of his parents both long before uh, the war and then long after all the way to their deaths. It is a compelling story, a very difficult read because it's true. And you yeah. recognize the, the hurt and the angst. And I was actually very nervous to talk to Max, not because I felt that he wouldn't be easy to talk to, but I didn't want to say something wrong or step in it. I don't know. It was like, it's so, it, to me, it's such an important topic that yeah. I didn't want to make light of it in any way. And I wouldn't have on purpose, but I was very fearful that I might accidentally say or do something that would be offensive or whatever. And he was so wonderful to talk with. I felt like we had a, a connection very quickly. Then when he wrote that and I got that, I thought, I've got to keep doing this. I've yeah. got to keep doing this because this, this is, when you ask me, what do I love about writing? I love the writing part, but I love the connections that I'm making, the connections with people and other writers and other readers and anyone who just loves books for whatever reason. And I just feel like on something like online for authors, I might have that opportunity to touch someone or meet someone or help someone. And that's what it's about for me. So yeah, his, his words, yeah, they touched me. And that was the end of that. I, I just knew that was from that point on, I knew I was taking this over. So well, I, I have the honor and privilege of being able to see the interviews and do the production before they go out to the public. So um, I think the first that you guest hosted for us was uh, Lois Letchford. Yep, it was. And when you say uh, touch people and help them, I can tell you 
with all sincerity, when I go through your interviews, not only do I love to be able to be on this side of it and not looking at my own face doing the interviewing. Okay. So this is, this is a real treat, but I can see the, the engagement that you've had. I could not have done an interview like you did. And the reason for that is with these that you've guest hosted before deciding that you're okay right. to take on the platform, you have a connection on a private level as well. Like you have a personal, personally, you were able to connect with Lois because of things that you've gone through personally that I have not. But you know what's interesting? This is something that that I believe, fully believe, is that we all have connections with just about everyone. And we just have to look for them. And that oh, we yeah. find them. And I think I've been teasing with one of my friends because we keep saying, you know, like, what's your superpower? And I've been saying that mine is the ability to sleep anywhere. Um, but she said, <laughs> she said to me the other day, and, and I've really been thinking about that, that my superpower is the ability to find connections and that I find them quickly. And that as soon as I find them, I just kind of grasp onto those and I become that person's you know, friend, even if it's just a momentary passing, that for that moment that we're that we're in that connection, we are friends. And she said that that was my superpower. And I thought, isn't that cool? I like that. I like that better than being able to sleep anywhere. So <laughs> well, I, I love it, too. And I agree. Like if I had done the interview, it would be a different interview. I enjoyed the depth that came out of these interviews because you were the host versus me. And I think having listened to your TED talk, that there, there's a lot that you've gone through to get you to that point so that you don't have those barriers in connecting with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the I, TED I, talk was another cool thing. I've done quite a few cool things recently and it's like, yeah. check, check, bucket list, check. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell people all the time, it's kind of crazy on that side of my life. Everything is just going so fabulously, right? Like my third book's coming out. I'm winning awards on the second book. I got a TED talk. I'm taking over a podcast. And then mm -hmm. On the other side of my life, my husband's ill. He's having to do chemo again. We just found out that it's going to be another five months of chemo. And so it's it's like I, I kind of sometimes feel like I'm being ripped in half and I have to figure out which half of me is being presented right now, you know, yeah. because in this in this environment, I'm just jazzed. Like, this is so exciting. And if you would have seen me this morning when my husband wasn't feeling well and it was just a difficult morning, you know, I had a whole different demeanor. And it's sometimes I feel like there's two of me. There's, yeah. you know, there's author Terry and then there's everything else Terry. And everything else Terry is struggling a little bit. Author Terry is really glad that she has this side of her because it gives me this little bit of time to like disconnect from things that aren't as easy and and have fun and then I and then I can go back to my real life that is a little harder at the moment. I am so grateful that with everything that you are going through with your husband. Yeah. That you yeah. do have this. Yeah. I really me too. want to imagine you going through this without it. 
No, because like I said, this is how I met you. And this is how I met Leah. And this is how I'm, and there are people that I have met on this podcast. And then I, I've, I also do some co-hosting on online for authors. Uh, no, that's what this one is on. <laughs> Let me try again. I also do some co-hosting on the writer's lounge. And there are people that I've met there that I've connected with in, in like we regularly communicate with one another. Evelyn Puerto is someone that I met who is a, a fantasy writer, which is not something that is my typical genre. But I found out that she lives about three hours from me, four hours from me. And we met in the middle just two weeks ago and we met at a bookstore and we had lunch together. And so I am so envious. So oh, it's both of you right now. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's it's cool to me because, in fact, on uh, the writers' lounge, we've begun laughing and saying what it really is is help Terry find a friend show. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's and it's that same thing. It's because inevitably, I find a connection with the author, something, yeah. either how they published or something that went on in their life or. Evelyn actually wrote a story about Russia, but in an area that was close to Ukraine. And so it came up. And the next thing you know, she and I are chatting about, you know, Ukraine and Russia. And yeah, just, it's just funny what happens. I don't believe in coincidences. I really think that, you know, I'm meant to meet these people. And that's, like I said, that's why I'm, that's why I, I couldn't say no. Once, once I got the, I, I wanted to say yes anyway. And once I got the note from Max, it was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm doing it. <laughs> well, I, I think you're going to start your own research junkie club. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, it's funny. I tell people I'm a research junkie and a lot of people are. There are a lot of people who really, really enjoy the research. And every now and then, though, I find someone who says, oh, that's the worst part of the whole thing. And I think, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really do the research. Yeah, really, really. I probably have already done it anyway. <laughs> Fantastic. Excited. Just have to make sure that everybody realizes the Online for Authors podcast is not going away. No, it's not Harry's, going away. Terry's taken it on, and I just couldn't be more thrilled to announce that. And I am super thrilled to announce it as well. Like, I'm. this is really exciting for me. I think, I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be fabulous. <laughs> There's, okay, so bear with us while we do the transition, because there is going to be a transition. We'll probably be fully transitioned by the end of the year. Yeah. And then you'll be off and running. And I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I really am. This is great. And my hope is I want to do mostly authors. Um, yeah. But I want to be I want to do a few other things just because like I want to have a couple of live if I can do some live, I would love to yeah. try to do that. I've done enough of these that the worst thing that can happen is you don't sound great for a moment and you move on. It's not a big deal. So <laughs> and with StreamYard, there is a live. Yeah, um, there's a live feed. Yeah. And you have to pay for the paid version, I yeah, believe, to be able you to do. get the streaming. I, I have it connected on other ones, so I can definitely show you how to connect it. 
Okay. And set it all up and all those fun Super. things. Super. And then I think the other thing that I may do on occasion, and it'll depend, it's going to kind of depend on how many I'm putting out, how often, which I haven't got all that figured out yet. That's part of what I was doing before we connected today was trying to look at the calendar and figure out like what is going to work for me. But um, I may do some of me just chatting about bookish type things, yeah, but absolutely. I don't know how good that I do much better back and forth. I was on a, a Facebook live event the other day where it was just me talking yeah. to, you know, an audience I could not see. Right. And it was the most awkward thing in the world to me because I felt, I don't know, I just felt ridiculous. You know, I see my face because of the way it's set up. So I just feel like I'm talking to myself. It was it was a little different, but it's much harder to do when you don't have somebody to support in the background and say, okay, we've got this question and it would right. be like a question or you like to however to help you with the, the back end stuff nobody else can see. The other is that with YouTube, you can do YouTube lives, right? As well, so um, a part of the part of the stuff that's not getting done right now with online for authors is that when the actual interviews go up, they the, even the pre-recorded stuff, they they get set up. I've been setting them up as a premiere, so they're sitting there and people know that they're coming. But at the same time, when they're set up as a premiere, you have the ability to engage live when it premieres. Huh. And so there's that live chat option. So you can get, you can be there in the background of the interview, chatting with the audience as they engage with the actual interview. So there could be questions that come up and then you could, you and the author could engage there. Right. Together. Right. And what happens is you have to have that, that lag time before it releases so that it can go out in your newsletter and it can go let everybody know this is when you want to be there right yeah be there so that you can ask questions about this interview where we talk about this subject and because right. you know those sorts of things yeah well like I said I'm I'm excited I'm I'm a little nervous yeah. and I, I keep thinking oh my gosh I've gotten myself in and I tell myself it's okay you're going to take this one step at a time and it's going to be fine it's going to be fine <laughs> and just because I don't want to be here all the time anymore doesn't mean I'm not here to help if you right run into right so there's that too it's like it's not like you're just being fed to the wolves <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you know podcasters have to go through well, someone asked me, you know, well, what is the advantage of taking online for authors versus just starting your own? And I said, well, online for authors has been out there. They they already have a presence. They already have a rating. People, they already have a pod match where people know that they're there. They're already getting, you know, people who contact them daily about whether or not they can be on the show. And I said, and if I were to start it, I'd be starting from like, scratch scratch yeah well and the platforms are already built you don't everything's have built everything's there I said I don't have to do anything other than step in and figure out how to fill your shoes but I don't have to create your shoes so no. it's... And you, you just step in you don't even worry about my shoes just bring your own shoes bring your own and shoes just bring your own just step in with your own shoes on and let's it's go. BYOS. Bring your own shoes, people. <laughs> oh, 
my gosh. Yeah, that's a new one. You better hashtag that one. Yeah. <laughs> right now is the award season. So awards will start telling you whether or not, you know, books have come in. So an enemy like me today won another award. <laughs> so yeah, it was like, yes. So that makes it eight so far. So it's won eight awards. Fantastic. And it deserves it, Terry. It deserves it. So yeah, it's, it's just really exciting. And then because I won that award today, and this is my first award with a cash award win. Nice. Oh, so like, ooh, cha-ching. Cha-ching, right? It's like, oh, good. Well, I know what I'm going to do with that. And I was, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so the, the way the awards work is that they are sponsored by different people. And the person that sponsored the award that I won is a podcaster that I've not met before and I've just been introduced to her today. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to do, you know, something there. So that should be pretty cool. It was the, the Firebird Award and Firebird, what they do is they have different people who sponsor the cash awards. And the person that sponsored the fiction cash award is Cindy with thoughts from a page, which she's a podcaster. And so now Cindy and I have been introduced and I'm hoping that that will lead to something really cool, whether it be she interview me as a guest or whether we find a way to maybe collaborate somehow or so it's just very exciting, um, which is once again, what I love so much about this whole process is the ability to, to connect with different people. Oh yeah, no, and these people it wouldn't be anybody you'd meet in your hometown. No, no. You know, and or at, at an event, even a convention, possibly, they could be there, but you wouldn't get a chance to connect on the same level. You, you like, only have a, 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 an ability to, to meet and connect with so many people one-on-one. Yeah. -on -one. Yeah. And, and in this kind of environment, you have the, the ability to meet more people. And then people are introducing me now to people. And they'll say, oh, I could think of someone. And then they introduce me. And then, and, and I love that. It's, I feel like little by little... I'm growing. Well, when I met you, yeah. so March of 2022, yeah. I had three subscribers on my newsletter list. Right. And one of them was my daughter. Right. Okay. So it didn't really even count. Wow. As of, yeah. You had a newsletter. <laughs> a lot of people as of, as of today, yeah. I have 1,400 plus on my newsletter. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm not taking any credit for that but I am so excited <laughs> yeah so it's little by little and now yeah. it's starting to grow for a while there it would be, grow like by 10 and I'd yeah. think whoa and now I'm starting it's getting bigger it's starting to get more a life of its own um I have noticed that as it's grown bigger my open rate isn't as good as it used to be yeah that's okay and I had that... a great open rate early but yeah. right now I'm still getting when you look at my open rate which is 50% and you look at it with the 1400 that means 700 people are looking at it which is more than what we're looking at it when I had a great open rate because I only had 250 people on my list so yeah. you know and you've been doing some marketing strategies recently where there's giveaways yes and yeah. so it'll do that because what'll happen is they have to subscribe to be part of the giveaway, but they don't have to open the right. newsletters. So right, and so I'll I'll figure out who's actually who's actually being 
wants to be part of it and who doesn't, but I yeah. am getting more active people. So it is interesting. The, um, the marketing that I did just recently. Um, so I got a nice big boost to my list and it was for 20th century historical fiction. Yeah. So I feel like these are people who really would be reading sunflowers beneath the snow and who would be reading an enemy like me. And yeah. And my next one, Daughters of Green Mountain Gap, it isn't quite 20th century, but it's 1890s. And it's close enough that I think that, that someone who liked the 20th century would be willing. I'm learning that you don't just go and do marketing just because. Like you have yeah. to look for those things that really are going to target people that you believe are going to read what it is you're writing. Because it doesn't do any good to, to be on a list where everyone wants to read fantasy because they don't want to read what I've got. That's right. So you with know. the visibility strategy was always what conversations do you want to be in? Right. And how do you nano niche so that you have like the multi-generational, multi-generational, <laughs> multi-generational topic, historical fiction topic. Right. Um, you know, the family dynamics that you you tie in and you got the three storylines, like all of those, like there are readers that won't read anything that that doesn't have those three elements in them. Right. 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 So how do you find those people? You know, and, and right those... and get them reading my stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And what'll happen too is like now that you've got three books out, well two books even is happening yeah. um but with the third one it'll happen more because depending on what categories they're putting you in on amazon too because i know amazon is one of the primary ones that you get uploaded to right um, but what happens is they will similar to they will have a similar yeah. to reference and you can go and look at who you are similar to according to their you know their a logarithm right right and you can see what they're doing as far well, as... Well, and it's it's one of the things that's how I, that's how I found you, was yeah. going through and finding other historical fiction authors. And it was like, where are they showing up on the internet? Mm -hmm. Who's reading them? Oh, look, this person reviews, this person does a podcast, this person, and I just, I just reached out to everyone. And okay. I did not get, you know, 100% replies. In fact, yeah. I probably was in the 10% range, but I put out so much it didn't matter. That when I was uh, first putting out Sunflowers Beneath the Snow, realized I was behind the, the power curve and that I needed to reach out, I reached out to over 700 podcasters. Yeah. Now, not all in one fell swoop, but I mean, that's what I did. And I ended up on 70 of them. And you did that without a podcasting community. Right now that you have a podcasting community, right? There's no way you could reach out to 700 right now. You physically could not do them all, right? Because the, the you know the the acceptance rate is going to be so much higher being in a community. Well, and and now I can say, and I've been on, yeah, and I have you know take a look at me on Podmatch where you can see the, uh, my rating. You know, mm -hmm. and it's it's a whole different thing. Like I said, when I first started, I was groveling. I yeah. mean, 
you tell me, what do you want me to do and say? You tell me what you want and I'll do and say it because I need to be on your podcast. And, right. and you know, like, like you want me, but I want you. Let's, let's go. And now it's not that I don't like, I, I still feel the same in terms of, you know, I want to do the very best I can, but it's not as hard to get people. Now I say, Hey, I understand you have a podcast and they say, Hey, yeah, would you like to be on it? And I say, sure, that sounds great. Let's look at a date. Yeah. The feast and famine feeling is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fantastic. It's yeah. like one of those things that I absolutely love has happened yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, so exciting. It's All right. fantastic. Moving forward, we will find out who you want to interview okay. and when you want to produce and do more in the way of chatting about transition and okay. what that looks like and how that's going to happen. I know I've got a lot to do in my on my end for transitioning okay. um but what we should do is set up like a regular half an hour a okay. week yeah. sort of thing so that we can okay this week we're set an agenda and this is what we're going to work on to transition and go from there sounds good yeah so before we sign off i want to say i just encourage everybody to go and find out more about terry visit her website terrymbrown.com the new host of the online for authors podcast platform media just get to know her you're gonna love her as much as i do welcome thank terry thank you so much jennifer you are you are truly a kind person <laughs> oh, oh, i just love this <laughs> I just love it. Oh, you're going to do just such a wonderful job. I, I really appreciate that you've said yes and that I don't have to see this disappear. I get to see it transition. Transition. Something. Transition yep. into something absolutely amazing. I'm really, I am, I am super jazzed. I'm really looking forward to it. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and share. And we always love reviews. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you, Visibility Pod, for all your services and management of our podcast.